and welcome to Ignite Your Purpose. I am your host, Karen Zafra-Vera. Join me here every week for your weekly inspiration and guidance call. We're going to empower you, create enthusiasm, plant a seed, to recognize and peel off the layers to see your true, beautiful I am. Our guests will definitely motivate you to take action today, to create a new belief, and ignite your soul for more of this gift of life. So join us today, here. Tune in now. Okay, welcome back to Ignite Your Purpose. My name is Karam, and I am here with this beautiful human being that I truly, truly love and love having conversations. I think when you and I, Sheldon, get together, it just, it we really tap into a whole different frequency, and it is just so powerful, the conversations we have. So welcome, Sheldon. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about this. I love chatting with you and I'm so spoiled to be on your platform. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Let me formally introduce you, um, Ms. Sheldon Barlot Romer, and she is um, CEO and founder of This Is It Network. It is also a, a platform that I have had the honor to expand in and grow. And I love it because I'm telling you, our audience is in for such a wonderful gift. Um, and especially when they go onto your website and see all the beautiful things in the community that you have created. Sheldon is also a professor um, and she teaches in personal branding. And she is a formal division one athlete. Yes. You did hockey and track. I love the track. I'm a track person. I love anything that has to keep us moving like that. Running, track, triathlons, marathons, 5Ks. Love it all. Oh, I love it. So, yes, I love that we get to have this um, platform and this time together. And my question that I usually will start my guest out with the conversation is what has been a season in your life, a part in your life where you have felt the most um, resistance or maybe uncomfortable circumstances Mm. that have showed up where you have felt that really has um, changed the path in your life to the person that you are today that has helped you become this person you are today? Oh, I mean, there's so many of those kind of benchmark moments. The season I'm kind of going through in the moment, Um, not that not that there weren't more dramatic you know, lessons learned, but I'm going through more of a less dramatic, but more monumental space currently. I think that if, you know, usually the things that happen, you know, like that change you are, you know, car accidents and birth of children and deaths of, you know, loved ones. This is a more gradual one um, that's kind of coming up for me in this moment. I have gotten a huge increase in what it is that I'm doing, right? The the platform that I'm on, the rooms that I'm in, all of those types of scenarios. And I think you assume that in as your seasons change and as you grow, those that knew you grow with you, right? Mm-hmm. But in this moment, I'm finding that I have to reintroduce myself as my new self to individuals who knew me when. 
Oh, wow. That is a really, really difficult space, right? Because again, individuals knew you when you were starting your business or when you were struggling or when you were in an uncomfortable space. And now that you're established or in a more positive season, they're still addressing you as you were, not as you are. Exactly. Right. That's that's huge because that that falls into this, you know, the selective right energy that we want to be in. And I I always say this, you know, in personal growth, we become very selective. Yeah. And sometimes we want to maybe keep an acquaintance or um, the people from our past come in and it's like this uncomfortableness yet to introduce and almost give yourself permission yes. to stand up and be this person that you've created, this version of you and and the judgment that comes with it from or what we pursue, right? Because it's all how we pursue it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that it's just, you know, because again, you know, it, it's not their fault that they're coming. They only knew you in this specific capacity. Yeah. They only knew you in the struggle of your life. So that's what they are accustomed to. But it, mm-hmm. but in order for you to thrive as this new person, as this growth, you know, that growing person, as the person that you've worked so hard and prayed so hard and manifested so hard and done all of the things for, now that you've arrived at that gate, I think a lot of those individuals are still treating you how they knew you. And so the re-education, not only of the individuals in your life, but of yourself, right? Yes. In, in teaching yourself this new version of yourself mm-hmm. to the point where you get really comfortable. Because again, you go into those old rooms, you start reverting into those yeah. old ways and feeling, um, you know, feeling as small as you were when mm-hmm. you are full of abundance in, in that. And that's what I'm going through in this moment. And I don't know if that was the actual question, but that's no, what I'm feeling when it came to me, you know, and, and again, I'm blessed beyond measure and, and all of the work I'm, I'm beginning to see it and continuing to see it come to fruition, but I'm, I'm hitting these very awkward conversations where I was like, didn't you just see me? Like, don't you know what I'm up to? And it's and it's not out of arrogance. I just I think that if it's it's even in the most minute relationships. If if you were a hostess and now you're the general manager of a restaurant, that's a different that's a different dynamic. And I think mm-hmm. that individuals need the opportunity to reintroduce themselves in whatever dynamic that they're in. Yes, that is so true. And it's interesting. Here's something that you mentioned, and it kind of hit me like because I I think I just experienced something in those terms. And it's like the person that comes in, it seems like, or you assume, you know, you have this amount of people on Facebook. You have this amount of people everywhere. You're everywhere. You assume that everybody is seeing everything that is happening. And yet when they come up to you or when you end up reaching out to them, it's almost like they don't know anything. Right. And you wonder, like, where where have we been? Like, where is this connection? Right. Uh, I And I, I say that because at the same time, I experienced that. Like, you know, that I just had a lot yes. of my own. And it was just interesting to see uh, how many people are so ignorant with a good word. Yeah. Not in a bad meaning. Unknowing, not a, right. Yeah, right. Just unknowing of what's happening, even though 
It's everywhere. But this is also an assumption, right? Right. It's our assumption of things. And um, yeah, it's like it. It's that assumption that can either serve us or keep us where we're at. Exactly. Because we have to, we want to embrace it. Not we have to, we want to embrace it. Right. And again, it's when we are introducing ourselves and talking to old friends, to old acquaintances, and it's almost like we're convincing them that this is this new version right. and that it's okay. Um, and then you see other versions of, you see them and it's almost like, like meet me, <laughs> embrace who I am. Right. 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 Be happy. And yet there's so much competition out there because what you feel right. Right. is the, the the judging and what you feel right. is the uncomfortableness. And we hope and we wish that it's different in right. that way. Yeah. I mean, not everyone's going to get it. Exactly. I think that there's, you know, and, and at first I was adverse because I was like, don't you see me? Like, don't you see all the things? But they don't. They weren't on the journey. Right. Like, so take it from a, a person that was a student and now has their Ph.D. I didn't go to class with them. Exactly. I didn't do the trials or tribulations. I didn't understand the dissertation. I didn't understand the mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, all the tests that they had to take, the sacrifices that they had to do, the, the loans that they had to pay. I didn't understand that. So they need to reintroduce themselves to me as this Esquire, as this PhD, they need to reintroduce themselves to me. And mm-hmm. I need to be open to this new version of my friend, colleague, or family member yes. because they are no longer the struggling student, right? Mm-hmm. And for me to treat them as a struggling student does them a disservice and really Absolutely. creates a fictional relationship um, between me and them. And I think yeah. that that's, I mean, that's the season I'm, I'm feeling in this moment, the, the need to re-educate people that love me, people that I know well, people that have I've seen, but that haven't been in the trenches, that haven't, that, you know, are very comfortable with things being uncomfortable for me, yeah. um, you know, because they have been for so long. So it's not necessarily their fault. It's just my obligation now to reintroduce myself, not only to myself, but to them. Hmm. And what have you found um, that works for you when you're finding yourself in those scenarios? Yeah. What, how do you approach it? Yeah, I how think have it, you found yourself to approach yeah, it? Yeah, I think that it's also taking a step back, right? Because you want to be, you know, hey, I'm at this new stage in my life. Hey, this is, but it's also about it. You know, I was a, you know, the struggle was long to, before I got to this point. And so they're also reliant on me being in that space and in that position. They're, that's, they're accustomed to that mm-hmm. space. So I have to be patient in their onboarding of this new scenario if they have value in my life, right? If they don't have value in my life, that's a whole different podcast. But if they have value in my, if they have value in my life, then I have to reintroduce myself and nurture that relationship and that new coming of age the same way it took for them to get comfortable in the struggle of my life, right? In that way. And we want that to happen quicker and we want that to happen, you know, steadfast. But I think that there also requires a lot of patience on my part to, Mm -hmm. and a lot of due diligence. So one of the things that I've been doing is again, going through, you know, where I am in this moment, practicing how I deliver who it is that I am, what it is that I want and why it is that I deserve it to the people that matter, as opposed to allowing for it to be an assumption. But that takes a lot of work, right? Because we all want people to see us automatically. 
right? I want you yeah. to see me. I want you to value me. I don't have to do a lot of work in order for that to happen. And But I think that it requires us getting comfortable with ourselves and then us being willing to share that new comfort with those individuals in our lives. So for me, it's more of a practice. It's more of like, okay, child, like how am I going to reintroduce myself to these people? How am I going to be able to, to share um, unapologetically the successes in my life knowing that these folks are comfortable with things being a little harder uh, for me. Um, and and something else that you said is understanding and knowing where they're at. So yeah. and that's, that's something huge that I take on all the time, especially with family, right? Family, I think it's the hardest part um, to um, get them to understand, respect, and embrace those new versions that you're constantly evolving into. Instead of being upset, you recognize this is where they're at and you love yeah. them where they're at and you give them the space that they need in, for them to then be able to step up to embrace this right. new version, the acceptance of it. Because this is not about you necessarily denying them, but yeah. you're stepping into a level, a version of yourself that you want people to meet you there where you're not giving in to lowering right. yourself. Right. But they also need the space for them to be able to see and grow in that process right. of embracing that version of you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, absolutely. It, and it's, it, been, it's a hard, th- I mean, it's a hard thing. It's a very hard. And it, again, like I said in the beginning, it's not as dramatic and as abrupt as a disaster or a, you know what I mean? Or, you know, a death or that kind of thing. But it is it's one of those slow bleeds, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, well, of- and it's constant and it's every yeah. single day and it's multiple times in the day, right? Yeah. Unlike yeah. other ones, like you're saying, the disastrous ones, right? Yeah. It's something that happens and we go through a season and it feels like it's consistent and then all of a sudden it dissolves. Yeah. This is something that we actually, because we're continuing the process of growth, that we are going to face on a daily basis yeah because every single day we are shifting to a new frequency we are creating better versions of ourselves and like i say here it's not about the perfection it's about that one percent better every single day right and so we it, it it is it is a circumstance or it is a season that doesn't end so it's not even it's not even a season. It is a lifelong journey. True. Of us being and knowing how to embrace and how to speak and how to give ourselves that permission to be that person that we so desire to yeah. step into and walk in in his or her shoes of. For sure. You know? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that there's, you know, and it's one of those, again, things that you may not even notice, right? You begin exactly. to you know, oh gosh, they don't take me seriously. They don't take, they don't know you. Mm -hmm. They don't know the new you. Mm -hmm. They have no idea. They have no idea who you are. They absolutely, the the person that you were in eighth grade is who they are talking to. They're not talking to you at 28, 30, 35, 45, 50. They're not talking to you. They're talking to you as they knew you. So yes, it might be frustrating, but have you reintroduced yourself? Have you reintroduced yourself and then been steadfast in that new identity, right? Because sometimes we reintroduce ourselves and then revert because people aren't comfortable in that space. Okay, so let me go yeah, back. In and so they, true. Right? Let me go back to, being, to, to acting in a way that makes them comfortable as opposed to introducing yourself and staying 
in yes. that space. Um, and I Girl. think like, that's a space that I'm in, right? That's just, a space. I hope, I'm hope it's resonating. That is, no, that is so good. And it's resonating so deeply because I feel like even myself in this week, in the past two weeks or in this past month. Yeah. Um, but even more, I think when we have big events and you've had big events, yeah, for sure. but when we have big events and mine was my first experience with a large event, I've had smaller events, but not a large event. Yeah. And the analyzing that comes afterwards, mm. the growth that comes afterwards, it's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like buckle up because there's so many. And if you, if you're the type of person like I am that we analyze, we think, and we're like, okay, Okay, what does this mean? And we yeah. really dissect the emotions yeah. that happen. Um, there is so much growth in the process. And I felt that this past week. I was yeah. like, you know, again, because you're talking about branding and yeah. you're talking about showing up and staying firm in that version that you are. Yeah. And I look back at how many times did I show up yeah. and then kind of step back? Yes. Because it was uncomfortable to show up. And for me, it's camera. Like, yes. for me, it's camera. <laughs> like, put me in a room, I can talk to people. Yes. Put me in front of a camera, and I'm like, ah, uh, I have no Oh, nowhere. my goodness. <laughs> so, you. for me, I get to look at that, and I'm like, how many times did I stay in my ground Yeah. showing up where I needed to show up or where I wanted to show up so yeah. that people can see who I am and who I'm becoming, yeah. right? And at the same time, for you, it's like the constant because for you, you this is this is your soul. This is what ah. you do. So you're constantly grounded, standing up yeah. and showing up. I yeah. love that. But I think that, I mean, this is a new version of me. Mm-hmm. Like even in the even in the for those of you that you know are listening, like this is it network during pandemic quadrupled in size, basically, based on everybody having their cell phones or smartphones or binging devices and and we absolutely stepped into the space we absolutely unwillingly but just stepped into the space I should say willingly stepped into the willingly yes right we willingly stepped into the space we embraced the fact that people were in that scenario were we prepared fully no but we definitely took it right we we met it where it was and really stepped into it and I think you know when you do that you know going from having a small team, having that be difficult, then pandemic, not having a team at all, then now having a team. And then how do you position yourself, right? So now I'm not just the doer, I'm the leader of the doers, which is different, right? And that's a different space even for me. So how do I reintroduce myself to myself? How do I delegate for the the progression and safety of what I've created? So how do I take myself out of even a job, like if, if being an entrepreneur is a job. Exactly. A job that I've had for a decade. With all been, the different departments. With all the different departments, handling and measuring it all on my own, right, yeah. has been my job. I've now been promoted. Mm. And now I have to orientate myself into this new position. Because mm-hmm. if I was working in a new job, that w- I would have give myself the grace to do that. Absolutely. But Absolutely. Like, like the, the corporation would have been like, Hey, Cheldon's onboarding for two weeks as the new CEO. Training, yes. Whatever, whatever. But I didn't give myself an opportunity to do that. And that's where I am right now. I'm onboarding into this new space. And 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 so 
you know, it makes me wonder when, you know, in what I do, we, I, I teach or I support to yeah. embrace that self-image. Yeah. How have you, and, and maybe you have, or maybe you haven't, it's interesting to yeah. know. Have you envisioned this new version of you yeah. Yeah. or have you been walking into her as it's come, as right. it comes? Like how, how intentional have you been with this version and I, I no. think that I, I wasn't right. I had, a, I, it, it was the analogy that I provided about getting a new job. It's kind of like that. It was like dangerous yeah. about getting a new job uh-huh. that was always go, that I was working towards, but wasn't a light switch, right? Like wasn't, Hey, Sheldon, here's your box in your new office. Right. Yeah. And I have to make it that type of transition as opposed to this evolution that I'm holding on to all of these things, right? Like if I went from being a director to be, or a vice president to being a CEO, I don't do vice president work anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the vice president meetings anymore, right? Mm -hmm. I'm in the CEO meetings. There might be additional vice presidents there. So I needed to envision, because I'm a literal, like a visual person, me now having this new job and introducing myself in this capacity, but mentally, not just by title. Right. Like the way that I stand, the rooms that I'm in, the things that I participate, the meetings that I take, the, you know, the, the invoices that I send, all of those things need to be as this new version, this new position that Mm -hmm. I have taken. And I think that once I started doing that, people, you know, people responded a little differently. Like, why isn't this woman calling me back? Why isn't like, why is she not doing those particular um, services at that lesser rate, like everything began to change. And I think, yeah. And I think that, that, you know, I'm just in a new, I'm in a new position. Yeah, no. And it's good because the fact that you're aware of it gives you more allowance to, to create grace with yourself, grace with yourself, because you can understand that this is something though. Interesting because, um, again, when I'm, when I'm thinking and visualizing the versions of the person that I continue to grow into. I had to give myself that permission to say, no, this is what I want to do today. And this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to either dress or look or go eat or how am I going to celebrate? Like all of these things, how am I going to show up? Am I going to allow you know, even even the coaching calls or the conversations that I'm having, the connections on telephone. And yeah. again, all of it makes such a difference of the person that you're becoming. Right. Right. It's so powerful. And it is so, so good because the tasks are different. The positioning is different. The, you know, the nuance of, of how you communicate with people are is different. And I think that that's why so often, especially when individuals we hear about the individuals who have these investors and they and then they no longer can be the CEO of their company. Right. Because yes. they're not equipped like right. They they're in the doer mode and they're like, oh, they the board is they never let go of that. Right. Right. They never let go of the position. They never let go of that position because the board has let you go because you are not capable of being a CEO of what now is a different business altogether. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm ready for that CEO position, but it had to be conscious. It it, yeah. didn't, it could not be 
uh, a slow graze. It had to be like, okay, now this is the job. This is where I need to be. And I need to let everyone know as if the business itself announced me as a CEO. And yeah. that's, I think, a really, you know, has been that's a powerful. Uncomfortable, yeah, been a very uncomfortable space. So it's very fun. Absolutely. It, it, it's, it's so powerful to be consciously aware because that meant that if you're conscious about it, you're being intentional about it, means that you were you were actually writing the story that you want in your life. You weren't yeah. allowing it for it just to show up or happen. You took responsibility of it. Yeah. And I think it's really important for our listeners to know that in order for us to step into those versions, we need to take responsibility. And responsibility yeah. is not doing everything responsibility is acknowledging and embracing and embodying those versions and those images of ourselves that we want to be in right so yeah and you know and the, the position as ceo versus the position as an entrepreneur the entrepreneur leans on hustle. The entrepreneur leans on struggle. Yes. The entrepreneur leans on, on putting duct tape on everything to string it together. The CEO leads. And yes. so that's a different mindset altogether to Absolutely. step out of the entrepreneurial mindset and into the CEO mindset. I mean, I might just have to write a blog about this, but this is, <laughs> but I do because I'm, and I'm having this, anybody who's listening, you got to talk to Karen because this is what <laughs> happens. When you're in her presence, this is what happens. Like these kinds of things get evoked and she gives you the space to workshop it. She gives you the space, the grace and the encourage. I feel the energy through the screen <laughs> and, and I love you yeah. every time I could talk to you. I love you too. You it's so good. And, but this is, and, and this is the power also of masterminding of having the people in, that you can embrace. And, and it happened because the same you know, earlier today, I was kind of simmering on emotions and feelings and what I was feeling and so forth. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was communicating with my mastermind partner that I had clarity. And sometimes we need that space. We need that person that we yeah. can expand because right now I can see it in your eyes, yeah. how much more clear yeah. you are than you first started in the conversation. It's ridiculous. Like, I can totally do a whole thing. I just had it. I had a moment. We had, a, you had an epiphany. <laughs> we had a session, everybody. And you were there to witness it. Because I and it was funny. You would ask the question. I was like, I and with and with Karen, just FYI, when you come <laughs> and sit with her, like you have no choice, like whatever it is you're feeling in the moment surfaces. <laughs> and you have to part your lips to share it. You're so awesome. Thank you, honey. Thank it, you. Right? Because it could have been, oh, when I was five, bullies picked on me or, oh, I was. A, but I was like, this is surfacing. This is what I'm feeling in this moment. This is what it is. And to be in a safe enough space to be able to talk and work this out. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. yeah, no. And that's a, and that's the beautiful part that when you and I, we connect, it's always about what we're feeling at the very moment. Yeah. It's yeah. always, it's nothing ever planned. No. It's always about feeling and, and it's perfectly and it falls. And it like, I remember last time that we spoke and we had a recording. Yeah. It, I was like, oh my God, spirit just coached me in this process. <laughs> right. It was, it was phenomenal. Yes. So um, I love it. Like I said, I always love having conversations with you because, um, like anything you're evolving, I'm evolving and together we evolve. And it's just, and I know that the message that we provide to our listeners are powerful and I know it's going to hit them and it's going to impact them and it's going to help them take that next step. 
So, so Michelle did. If, yes, what would be the last, what would be your piece of advice to our listeners? Oh, I need you to, I need you to, to <laughs> check, check your position within your position, right? Mm, so check where that. you are within where you are, right? Mm. What role do you currently have in the business, in the journey, in the life, in the family that you have? Mm. And understand, is that where you want to be? And do your best at Perfect. that. Or is it time for you to get promoted? Oh, I love it. Is it time to get promoted? That's, oh, I love it. I got to write that. I'm going to write that down. All the fun stuff. Oh, I oh my love God, you. I, love I love you. I love you. But this, I mean, I think that this, I work, listen, again, when you sit with my friend, <laughs> working things out, you think you're going to get a conversation, you're going to be on a podcast. This is an actual working session, people. This is a session. It session. always is. It always is. So where can our listeners oh, like you, baby? Yes, my oh. darling. Please follow Fan and Like Us, as I like to say, at everywhere you find at This Is It TV. Log on to This Is It tv.com for more information on our company and everything that we're doing. And then to watch um, all of our episodes, go to thisisit.tv. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. It has been so good. So good. And it's been my pleasure to have you. And I definitely will have to have you back, but definitely when there is another, another leap in your your vision, in your image, um, definitely having you back. Thank you so much, Sheldon, for being here. I love you. I thank you. And it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us for next week's inspirational guest. You can follow me, Karen Zapravera, in all your social media platforms or email me at leapandbelieve at gmail.com. <laughs>